Hello, welcome to Solomon's Temple. This episode is sponsored by nobody because I'm just another dude going through life with a brain inside a skull. This ganglion that hangs behind my face. My face is cute and it has a, roughly the same features as you know most anybody else. Slightly shaped differently. I'm controlled by this uh, electrical sponge and I don't need to be sponsored by anyone. Even though my podcast should probably be boosted up by certain things, I should probably promote it a lot more. But I feel like if you're interested in what I say and you like the content and the subjects, then you just talk to your neighbor. I don't know. And they talk to their neighbors. Maybe we're all, you know, connected. And maybe it'll just happen through communalizing community. I don't know. Share it with your friends is all I'm saying. So yeah, I um, had a lot of weird things happen to me lately. It's never like, hey, I just want to talk about my feelings or talk about the day like a Mr. Rogers or something. But why not, you know? You're just kind of having a conversation with me. We're all, we're all connected and we're all friends. So I had an interesting story. Um, who knows about synchronicity? Probably a lot of you. I don't know if I need to go into detail about it. Uh, but basically, like, I've been syncing up with things that really make sense to my life. So I was at a renegade the other night, which is just like a giant overnight party. And you know, I'm, I'm a sleep tech. So it's like, I get to just like have all the fun I want. And it's like literally midday when all the bars close and like everyone's just having rager fits and everyone's crashing on whatever they're on. But it's like, I could just stay up, you know, forever. And essentially if I just, you know, hang out with the night crowd, it's like, I have so much vitality. Like bedtime isn't like a, a thing for me to worry about like ever. So <laughs> like, it's kind of nice, but yeah. So I was at this renegade and you're just up partying, listening to music, you know, people selling wares and and whatnot, just a lot of fun action, like all night from like 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. I was just picking up after the event because that's what good citizens do, especially ones that are used to working all night and aren't particularly tired. So yeah, I was just kind of hanging out. I picked up this really interesting, beautiful pen, um, a pen that goes in your hat. It was a beautiful woman with all this detail. It's very colorful. It has a lot of blues and teals and orange and yellow and, and stuff like that. And um, she has this really interesting like diadem on, this crown, like feathers, and just very interesting. She has like this hourglass in front of her that kind of looks like it's from the Wizard of Oz or something. And these these uh, mappings of like the moon, almost like progressions of the sky, and like this owl that's like right behind her with this Roman numeral clock. Like just it's just so ridiculously awesome. Just imagine like the most beautiful item you could find and just this little token of beauty. And I bring it back and and I showed some of the guys like I found this out there on the you know out on the golf course on the mini golf course and the dj that was there yoshi said oh yeah that's mine and so i gave it back to him and i could just feel the pull of it i'm like whoa man like that thing is covetous that is like a valuable item and he came up to me later with like a very intense look on his face and he was crying and he said you know i'm not going to be able to keep this because i don't think i could sell it for 250 bucks and it was my ex-girlfriend's that she made, and I just gotta let go of it, and I want you to have it. And I just feel the heaviness and the pull of the item that it has on me, and it didn't belong to someone I loved. But it's like that item had that reality attached to it, this love 
this attachment that came with this item. And this person, and, I, and I'm already overwhelmed by its beauty, not that it came from someone I loved very much and, and felt was very beautiful. And he knew he had, had to let it go. And so now, you know, I, I rep it, I wear it around. But what was interesting about that whole interaction was my Venus planet, the one that is, you know, attracted to things and who falls for and, and loves, like it's an expression of how, you know, how you're intimately bound with certain people. It's in Scorpio, the sign of Scorpio, which is about possessions in the second house of Taurus, which is also about materiality, value, and so forth. And what was weird is that um, he was a Taurus sun sign. So it was just like this imbuement, like this occurrence that happened and it lined up with like my Venus placements and like my energy. I just, for anyone that's listening, I just really wanted to just remind us all circumstances are, I believe, orchestrated. It's drawn between people and is organized in, in such a way through an intuition, through circumstance. It's just one of those things. And it also made me really reflect on the idea of how important having things is that your possessions need to be let go of when the time comes. To be able to let go of things is important, but also that these things that we embrace, they have so much power and they belong to certain people. Certain instances and certain items belong and that matters a lot. And here's another side story. I was giving away my art at this thing, but before I went and got it, there was a little bit of an episode that I had with this woman. I was standing there and I thought, hey, you know, you think people would snatch up a bunch of art? Like, you think that would sell, like, hotcakes? Or, you know, I just thought it was a good idea that, you know, hey, like, maybe I should just break out my art right now and, and just see what happens. This woman said, no, we don't need any more white artists named Jeff selling their art. And I thought, I guess. In context, like, so what? Like, this is a very playful arena. Like, let the community just, give, you know, give as much as they can. Like, I'm not a great artist, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I'm white or named Jeff. Like, I'm a person. I'm a person. Everyone's a person. Like, don't make this a weird thing. Like, don't make this like a strange intersectional, you know, um, crusade against white privilege or some out-of-bounds uh, element of criti critical race theory or something. It's not like that. And everyone kind of turned on her like, yo, that's not very nice. Like, I'm not sure if I want to be your friend now. And so, you know, she was, I guess, a bit taken back and kind of had to try to defend herself. But it was very cringeworthy. I was like, man, that's shitty. But I ended up giving my artwork away and, and I made friends off it and I, I'll tell you more about it. But so the real funny thing about that whole incidence was I was giving my art away and I met some people and I got invited to hang out in a party bus and I had a really fun time. And I was having like breakfast, lunch with some of the people that I met and um, we were walking along and all of a sudden the same woman comes walking down the sidewalk and she sees me and she can't look at me. Like she says hi to all the rest of the homies that are, that are with me. But when it comes to me, a void, a void. And she couldn't look at me. And I'm like, yes, karmic justice. Brilliant. You know, you don't have to do all this stuff to people. You know, they're already stuck in their kind of hell, I feel like. And they get theirs. The universe is going to hand it to you and let you look at it just for your own enjoyment. <laughs> it's like, it will handle people when it comes down to it. So yeah, rest assured. But um, it was awesome. I met people through my art. I got karmic justice through my art. And that was kind of the reason was like, you know, just be a community that gives. And it turned out so great. 
I feel like art's more for that if you do express yourself in any way, just like to give a piece of yourself and just a piece of, of love that people can just kind of have around and they will know what that was. It will always, it'll just stamp itself in time, you know, in that mo critical moment. And I think if a lot of people just gave their images around, they would just get a piece of your magic, like a piece of your personality. And that can be like stamped into their like surroundings and stuff. It's very interesting to kind of look at it that way. But it was wonderful. The party bus was awesome. <laughs> and and um, I've been meeting a lot of cool people. Yeah, I've kind of come to believe like just the very manufacturing of, of like prophecy. Now I've, I've seen the future before and then all of a sudden the future unfolds like before my eyes or it'll happen in a dream and then all of a sudden it'll happen in real life. It's almost as if there's a greater awareness we have and somehow it's preconceptual. It seems like it's very odd. It's very odd, the capacity of our mind. We're, we're a lot greater than we think. I'm wondering if there's going to be a shift in consciousness where we just grasp our surroundings in a transpersonal way and we just integrate with it in a lot more holistic fashion where we understand we're like the whole of this stuff and it can't get to us too much. It can't. We just have a sense that we are a part of everything and it's inside of us somehow and that we are really everything and everyone and we are learning what we already know in a sense. And I feel this great sense of predetermination where it is already written down, and then we undergo it, we go through it, and we don't get to choose much. I feel like there's all this activity that just kind of creates itself and has all the variation and pot potential within it. It's very hard to explain. I don't know the nature of reality, to tell you the truth. I think that should be more of our handle, is we don't really comprehend. It seems like all this stuff that happens is so comical. It, it would seem like something's playing with us or something's just running program and it's and it's all ordered up and it's chaotic and it, it just imbues life with this kind of funniness and this layering of conscious space. And all of that is a funny little trick and a funny little game and, and it's full of meaning and it, and it creates intelligence looking back at itself. Orchestration. Life is more of a one big song. That's our meditation for today. Have a blessed evening or day or morning or drive or have fun sitting in traffic and I'll see you next time.